0: What's happening everybody I'm Larry Roberts
1: and I'm sorry Lucy and this is Brandon your comprehensive guide to creative
0: branding and on this episode of the podcast we're going to be talking about dun, dun, dun. Yay we just got back from the podcast <laughs> man it was a wild wild ride
1: I I'm still I'm still recovering I haven't slept I I need a coma
0: I actually was sitting at my desk last night um, watching the new He-Man cartoon on Netflix because it's amazing. And uh, I was only on episode two and I <sighs> had my little legs propped up on my desk, had my little woobie wrapped around me. I was all cozy and warm and had my headphones on and just He-Man and I was toast. That's how tired I, I I think it was like 8, 8.30, something like, <laughs> like that. And I was just G-O-N-E gone
1: like conferences are a lot and this time it was even more so because usually every time we go to podfest or most conferences we speak so we have to there's one day that we have to be really on and be all prepared uh, all of that but this time we spoke and sponsored so for the first time at podfest we had a booth and you're just constantly on your feet constantly moving I probably burned like 4,000 calories a day just at the booth. It was so, just so exhausting.
0: Yeah, maybe I need to step on the scale, see where I'm, where I'm logging in at. That'd be kind of cool if I dropped a few LBs. That'd be awesome. But you're right, man. It was just, it was it organized chaos. And some of it was really just pure chaos. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> because the booth was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a great time with our booth. Uh, you did a tremendous job coming up with the idea to design it as a photo booth. With this amazing inflatable flashing lights backdrop that was just super cool and got everybody's attention. And, you know, I think one of the things, too, is, man, that that expo hall was just slammed.
1: Yeah, it was constantly packed. And we had like lines of people wanting to take photos and. It was really cool to see how much it resonated with people though cuz we were really excited about our idea and we it was like layers and layers of puns. We talked about this on a previous episode, but we are we are building brands that stick and our logo is a bunch of stickers. So we have you come into our photo booth, take a photo of yourself and it gets printed out as a sticker and our sticker logo is on it and everything. And people like they got it, which was really cool. They, I would say like, um, like, yeah, you get a sticker and they're like, oh, because it's like your logo is a sticker. Oh, like I see like brands that stick. That's so clever. So they really got it. And considering like we talk about branding and we're like claiming to be these branding experts, having people actually see like, oh, no, they're legit. Like they get it. Yeah. Like, that was really like I guess, like confirming of, I mean, what we know, but now
0: like they get it. Now we do, I and guess. now we know we know. So now yeah. we're good to know. <laughs> but no, it, it was. It was super cool to see that. And every time you told somebody what our booth was and how it worked, I don't think there was a single person that, that didn't go, oh, my gosh. That's, oh, oh, are you kidding me? It's a sticker? Oh, my. That yeah. is amazing. They were just really, really blown away by the concept, and everybody had a ton of fun. We had those inflatable instruments and inflatable microphones, which those were a big hit since it's a podcast conference. Uh, It just balloons everywhere. You name it. It was a fun and festive environment. And I mean, they didn't give out awards for the best booth, but.
1: I'm ordering one for us on Amazon. I
0: I think we should. (laughs) We should definitely order ourselves. uh, Number one booth at PodFest for 2024. I mean, I don't know that there was even another competitor. And, And I'm being serious now. Uh, there was one other booth that was kind of engaging and interactive, and that was the Mopod guys. Always, but I mean, they they are leaders in the conference industry, and actually, they helped inspire us to take our conference game to the next level. And I mean, now they cheated they 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 cheated big time. They were over there. They had a they had that whole beach theme set up. They had a light brown rug that looked like sand, and they had beach chairs. They had an igloo uh, uh, ice chest sitting there ice chest was full of beer and i think on day 2 i happened to walk over there and they're passing out shots of an 1800 dollar bottle of japanese bourbon and i'm like guys
1: how can some mean- th- how can bourbon cost that much
0: yeah i must have been aged br- dramatically i don't know go
1: back to our last episode but no that's not worth it <laughs>
0: Well, you got you got to keep in mind that those guys they party like rock stars. 20%. I know. So uh, I, I guess it's worth it to them. But uh, aside from the cheaters that were passing out booze, uh, I think
1: <laughs> love our, you guys.
0: Yeah, we, we do love you guys because you guys are very <laughs> helpful and and uh, enjoy working with you and seeing you all the time. But but yeah, uh, I think other than those guys, we we definitely had the top notch booth at the spot.
1: I think it's interesting how many people just don't take advantage of the opportunity of an expo hall booth. And it's exactly like it was exactly what when we were talking about our idea and planning it out, everyone did exactly what we said we didn't want to do. Yeah, It was just tables with stuff that had their logos on it and like T-shirts, which everyone loves a free T-shirt. Yeah, but like we have plenty of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, what when you're giving away gardening shirts, you know, or... or yeah,
1: like, it's my pajamas t-shirt. I mean, you're you're no one's... a
0: shirt that nobody cares about. They don't think yeah. twice about it. Yeah.
1: I'm not, like, I'm not wearing that in public. I'm wearing it to bed.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: If you just take a few extra minutes, like, really put thought into it and make something that's on brand and that's original and especially something that is interactive. Like, that's what we found to be the most key element was that it's interactive. And, yes, we printed out their photos as stickers, But we also they get the photos, it gets emailed to them. That's part of the lead generation funnel is that we get their email address in exchange for their photo, but the even the photo in their email has our logo on it. And now all over social media is our logo. we've gotten so much user generated content from this booth because people like to post photos of themselves. Mm. And a lot of times you take a lot of photos at these events, but you don't take photos of yourself. Like you're just taking photos of other people, so when you actually get this picture, that's super fun. You got to approve it before you send it to yourself, so you know you like the photo.
0: Yeah, you're happy with it.
1: Yeah, so they're all over. People are posting them to their own social media. They're posting them to the podfest groups, whatever it is. Everywhere I look, I see our logo.
0: Yeah, you can't beat that. And like I said, it's. I think a lot of it too. It's just the color. You know, it was bright. It was vibrant. Uh, there was different colored lights that we had flashing and we had strobe lights, but we had everything going on. And if you're looking at some of the booths that are around us and some of the traditional booths that you see at these things, you know, if you think about the pipe and drape, that's the framework of a booth and the curtains that literally separate the booths 99% of the time, it's just black curtains. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's taking their logo and draping it across that black curtain. They have a black tablecloth. There's zero color. There's zero interest. It's just the product. And No disrespect to the gentleman that was next to us. He had a very technical booth, but he had nobody getting eyes on his booth. Well, one because we were stealing all the attention. Sorry about that. Not sorry about that. But at the same time, he didn't go above and beyond to get any attention or any eyes on his booth. Had a really cool product. You know, he had a portable recorder and actually a whole series of portable uh, podcast recorders. Which oh, is I- that what that was? Yeah, <laughs> look, <laughs> you were next to him for three and a half days, and you go, "Oh, is that what that was?" Love yeah, that. exactly what it was. I I stepped around the corner to see what he had going, but
1: I lent did- him a tripod.
0: Yeah, you did what?
1: <laughs> I lent him a tripod. That was about <laughs> <Okay>. it.
0: <laughs> Super cordial of you there. So. <laughs> but I mean that that's kind of where it's at and and I think that's the the lesson that we learned walking away from this was that you have to do that that one thing whatever that thing is to stand out you have to be engaging you have to throw some color at people you have to get their attention and you have to have somebody at your booth all the time and if it wasn't for the two ladies that helped us at our booth we never would have been able to pull it off
1: shout out to Ryan and Amanda they are absolutely amazing and we know we, we would not have been able to do it without them.
0: Not a chance. And they were amazing representatives, not just of our booth, but of our brand, super cordial, super friendly, super helpful. Just, they were super engaged and I'm using super a lot, but they did a <laughs> super job. I'm super impressed and I'm super thankful. And hopefully someday we'll have the opportunity to work with them again, because it was just a super experience overall.
1: New brand tagline is building super brands. That's super
0: brand. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs>
1: no, but it really, it, it, it was great. And I think it was interesting because it was the first time we really debuted this brand at PodFest and PodFest is an environment that we, I say we, but it's really you like already are known so that was really interesting, too, to kind of come in like we have our own brands. People recognize my brand, like Favorite Daughter, because I debuted at last PodFest. Right. That was when I like my public launch was PodFest. And you're the mayor of PodFest. so Everybody knows you. But it was cool to have people recognize the new brand and then put the pieces together of like, oh, this is you guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it resonated. You know, I saw that it resonated. And, you know, it's funny because we see the evolution. You and I have been working together now for, I don't know, a little over a year. And I'm not sure that people really saw what when the heck was going on with those two. <laughs> you know, but once they saw what we were doing and they saw how legit the booth was and they saw how a legit our approach to branding and everything was, they were like, oh, my gosh. And it was almost like an instant acceptance and instant respect that we gained from within our own community and that was that was really i don't know it was reassuring and reaffirming and it just felt really good overall
1: yeah and having this booth also kind of lit a fire under us to start taking ourselves more seriously too like we had our podcast website listen to branded.com of course for the show but we had been using like the branded brand for like as a company, and we didn't have a website. So getting ready to go into PodFest, we like launched a new website. Everyone go check it out, (laughs) workwithbranded.com. But like we launched a new website. We launched the social media handles and we migrated our podcast off of PodPage and onto our WordPress. And we just like really started to take what we were doing more seriously because we would take Red Hat Media very seriously and Favorite Daughter very seriously. And Branded was just kind of, Um, a label that we were using um, that was kind of just the culmination of our two brands. But I love that being put into that position and having to really go all in on branded, it expedited that process. So now like it's, we showed that what we do is legit uh, to our audience, but it also kind of showed to us that it is as well. So that, I think that was a really good thing for us.
0: Yeah, it, it, like I said, it was just kind of a solidifying moment that uh, that demonstrated that we are here, and we're here to play, and we're here to play to win, and everybody recognized that, and it was just super cool to experience that, and I think it just drove home the lessons that we, I don't know, what episode is this, 34, 35? 38. Brand? Yes, 38, wow. I think it's 38, 37 to 38. I like to dial those numbers back a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm somewhere in that neighborhood of whatever episode number this is as well. But, uh, you know, it it just reinforces that all of the advice and all of the input we've given on the podcast these last 35 ish episodes works. We proved it. And Mm -hmm. we walked away with a tremendous number of potential clients, uh, potential relationships. We made new friendships. We reinforced our brand strength. We reinforced our personal brands. And I, I just can't. I can't say enough about it because it was just really, really cool to see all of that come together in the way that it did.
1: Yeah. I think any, like anyone listening, if you're going to be doing something like this, if you're going to sponsor a conference, you really have to remember that it's not about you. It's about your brand and do everything that you can to pull that brand to the forefront. Mm -hmm. You're yes, you're sponsoring and that gives gets you the attention, but what are you going to do with that attention? How are you going to capitalize on it? And I've helped other people out at their booths in the past, and they didn't have any ways to capture email addresses. They didn't have the proper signage for people to really understand what they were doing. And I guess I kind of was able to learn from mistakes I'd seen and make sure that we had everything in place. So we walked away with like, we we had just created our email list mm-hmm. and we have Three or four hundred people already on it because of everything we put in place to capture those email addresses.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: it's yeah. We said this on the last episode, but it's not enough to give them your contact information and give them a business card. You need to get there so that you're in control. Because you can't.
0: Sorry, you triggered me.
1: (laughs) Oh my god!
0: (laughs) (laughs) You said business cards, man. You know we did the we did the giveaway for a podcast on it, and yeah. a business card bucket per se i don't mm-hmm. think it was a bucket but uh, uh, what do we use something to capture it, cards it Just was a,
1: a container,
0: bucket. container. <laughs> yeah, sounds better it's than supposed a to be a
1: fishbowl but i it's it's what i had <laughs>
0: sounds better than a bucket i'll tell you that <laughs> but going through those business cards man we need to do oh an entire God. we need to do an entire episode on business cards Sarah. seriously yeah,
1: y'all step your game up i'm sorry we, we've yeah. talked about our business cards and how seriously we take them and the effort that we put in the money that we spend. But some of the business cards we were given were so
0: terrible. Uh, I don't even, I some of them, I don't understand the purpose. I'm, I, I, you know, and we were going through the business cards because, of course, you give us your business card. Well, now we have your email address. And yeah, um, that's that the point. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> can we, can we, can we,
1: Nothing we... is actually free, guys. <laughs>
0: no, no, free, but. Now we get to email you from time to time yeah uh, the thing is man I was going through these cards and some of them okay I don't have the best eyesight and full disclosure these are bifocals okay <laughs> now, <laughs> these are transition lenses so uh, I, you know, I should be able to see up close and I'm sitting here looking at this card and I'm experiencing physical pain yeah trying to read this point two font. That is on this business card.
1: Seriously, When y'all are designing your business cards, set up what if it's Canva, whatever it is, set up the uh, like your design canvas to be like the to scale, because it will tell you then what font size you're actually using. And if it's like four, maybe up it a little bit. I would say don't go below like eight. And even that's kind of small.
0: I mean, the whole purpose of a business card is for what? to exchange contact information. Yeah, if we can't if read can't it, read it. There's no contact. I mean, if I didn't really want these email addresses, like really want them, I would have looked at that and went, nope. And
1: some of them didn't have email addresses. Some of
0: them didn't even have email addresses. No. They didn't have email addresses. Well, how, what am I supposed to do with that? I, I, I don't know. It just had a name and even uh, not even like a person's name, like their brand name. Yeah. And you turn it over and there's nothing on the back. Uh, there may be a QR code that says scan this but why am I going to scan it I don't know who you are and if I'm not attached to or uh, feel a need to inquire about your product or service I'm definitely not going to take the time to yeah. send it down and scan the QR code it, man it's there's just a, a lot to learn there
1: yeah so I mean the people whose didn't whose cars didn't have email addresses, I'm sure I could have like, scanned a code gone to their website and found an email. But if you give me a card that doesn't have an email, I don't take that as permission to email you. So I don't do that. Right. And so then like, I don't like that kind of sucks for us because then we're losing out on that contact. But then it also it's like, how many people have you given this to as like a hey, reach out to me and they can't?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: like, it's, it's not good.
0: No, we, maybe we need to, like I said, do an entire episode and break down the different. Yep. Types how,
1: card. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I posted recently, like, all the mistakes I made with my business card in the past and like how I fixed it and everything. If Y'all aren't, aren't following us on social. We do have social handles now. So stick with branded everywhere. Go, go follow us. <laughs> so many calls to action in this episode.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> go to our new website. Go to our website. <laughs> go to our website. Go
1: to our social. Do all the do all the things that we tell people not to do.
0: Love uh, that. Talking, we have a book for sale, and I got a book for sale, too. And we all have <laughs> all this good stuff.
1: Uh, for the person who stole our workbook off our table, Venmo us. Oh, yeah. Congrats.
0: <laughs> Congrats to the person with the sticky fingers. That yep. did seem to be a bit of a problem uh, on a couple of different fronts there at PodFest. We got our book stolen right off of our table, right yep. under our noses. You know, because it was so chaotic, you could just pick it up and walk off, and you're probably not gonna yeah, hurt.
1: My uh, my PayPal email address is Sarah at favorite Send PayPal. us that twenty-five dollars.
0: Yes, please. That'd be <laughs> no.
1: But seriously, some like back to the business cards. They some of them didn't have email addresses, but the part that just like hurt my soul the most were some people spelled their their email addresses wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dot con. Yeah. You know.
1: I had I had a dot con. I had um M A M instead of M A N. I had someone including WWW in their email address. That's though, that's your URL. That's <laughs> not your email. Like I
0: was like, hold on, man. Now you get a little bougie. You can still put the triple dub at the front of your URL, but if they they did that on their email. On address,
1: their email.
0: That's that's pretty funny.
1: I had O G instead of org. Oh. And I'm like, I know that like, there's a lot of different dots at this point. There's a million. Yeah. You can put dot anything. Yeah. So I, I w- actually did go to their website to see if it was correct. It wasn't. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I'm, no. I'm like a dot OG. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I'm well. still a lowercase G.
0: <laughs> but now I'm a big G. Anyways. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a highlight too, man. The 90s party that Saturday night was, uh, was off the hook. Oh, you and awesome. I maintained our consistent branding because what we were freaking what do you call them twinsies twinsies,
1: twinsies.
0: all right i call them twinkies but you call them twins
1: that's a different thing
0: no it's not a different thing that's twin that's a different thing
1: it's it's we, it's not us um but no we had it was a nineties theme party we showed up in our like save by the bell print hoodies and shirts and my shoes lit up all week and oh that's I've right. never Oh, my God, I've never gotten so many compliments on a pair of shoes. I know. And everyone's I like, where did you get those? I'm like, Amazon, where do you get everything? Like, just look, they're like, how do you find them? Like, look up, light up shoes.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> I did not do much
0: research. But still, you you have that creative thought process, which makes all the difference in the world. Because, you yeah, know, yeah. I remember back in the day, people would go like, well, I, I was, when I was trying to write code, when I still worked in corporate, they go, just just Google it. And get the answer to, you know, what you need to write. I'm like, I don't even know what to Google. So <laughs> to Google something and I don't even know what question to ask. Uh, but you you know what, what to look for. You know what products to find. You know, from a creative perspective, what to see what's out there. And I think a lot of people still struggle there a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, but I was getting so many compliments on my light up shoes. And the, like, it's cinderella is proof that a good pair of shoes can change your life and i think i I think we've proven that again
0: i think so i think so so well yeah i i think we just proved that if you're consistent in your branding and you're creative and you create an engaging and
1: you spell uh, check
0: welcome space and you do spell check and you use fonts that are big enough and you have light up shoes, and if you have a '90s party, dressed like you're safe from the bell, that you'll end up having a very, very successful conference, regardless of what that conference is.
1: We've also proven that we're getting really bad at ending episodes.
0: Oh, is that where we're at? We're at the oh, end. I don't know.
1: Do, were you, I don't know if you attended the end of my session. Uh, I think you left early, but I ended. I so
0: pulled away.
1: Yeah, I because I spoke oh, yeah. at. i spoke at podfest i ended my episodes literally saying i my episode i ended my presentation literally saying i don't know how to end presentations
0: i I did see that yes i was there for that i sure did and i don't know how to end presentations but that's it
1: yep i'm like when people don't believe me when i say i just black out when i do public speaking like no sane person would have said
0: that and then the, the MC comes in. She goes, okay, well, that's good. I guess that's over. <laughs> guess it's over, but we still have time for questions if anybody has any questions.
1: I knew it was, like, shorter than I usually have, so I kind of, like, rushed through it, and it took 20 minutes. I had, like, 30, so.
0: Yeah, you did oh. great, man. It, obviously, some people reached out, so it followed mm-hmm. up on that. That was great. But, yeah, yeah I, I got pulled away for a little bit because, uh, again, your stage was right there by our booth, which was mm-hmm. amazing. That was awesome. Yeah yeah man so much to learn from these conferences so much to learn as far as getting that, that, that attention at these conferences um, but stick with Brandon and uh, we'll, we'll help you out we'll teach you every step of the way so and with that <laughs> if you found some value in this episode <laughs> do us a favor hit the subscribe button so we can continue to bring you this amazing insight from all of our podcast conferences and other conferences and all of our adventures Stick with us, kid. We'll go places. So hit that subscribe button. Go together. With that, I'm Larry Roberts.
1: I'm Sarah (laughs) Lacey. I don't know how to end episodes.